if it's like, oh, how do I attempt a door repair? Uh, who wants to watch that? But if it's like, I'm going to smash my door and then I'm going to attempt a door repair. Well, now it's like, there's some stakes there. Hi, my name is Michael. Today, I'm starting a brand new series that I'm calling Breaking Shit to see if I can fix it. First up, dents. Oh, f- me. But can I fix it though? Hi, my name is Michael, and today I'm filling my Volvo with 1,100 kilos of cow shit to see if I can fix it. 60 bags, here we go. I only put OEM or OE equivalent parts on my cars because I actually care about my cars. Maybe you should try it sometime. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Cold Take Podcast. My name is John, and today we have Michael and Ian from Michael's Cars on TikTok, YouTube, um, whatever else you have as far as social media goes. Instagram occasionally, primarily TikTok, sometimes YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Hi, I'm Michael. Yeah, so we're actually in Columbus, Ohio, even though we're based in Tampa. It's um, probably about 40 to 50 <laughs> degrees colder here, um, which kind of leads to the whole snow outside and that whole situation, um, which affects cars a lot, obviously, which um, created a fun situation getting here yesterday as well as uh, just links into the whole thing because Michael does a lot of content based on his cars and his car problems because um, it's a BMW and a Volvo, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, known like mainly most of the videos are breaking the Volvo to see if you can fix it. Yes. yes. Um, so let's let's start with that. Where you got the idea to buy a Volvo and then just say, uh, let me just do as much as possible to damage this <laughs> thing and see what happens. So. I, I've always loved cars, right? And um, I wanted to get into making content on cars. And one of the things I've always liked, too, was working on my own cars. Maybe I didn't like it, but I owned a BMW, so I had to. Um, <laughs> and so I was like, you know, what would be a good way to get people interested in, you know, car repair? And this is how it started, at least, right? And I was like, you know what? I should, like, I should buy a cheap car just to break it in different creative ways, right? And I think that people are going to love it. So, like, you know, I could, like, smash the doors. I could, uh, well, I won't give away that one yet. You know, I could <laughs> I could fill the brakes with mysterious fluids. You know, we could do all sorts of things and essentially sneakily teach people these different car repairs without them even, like, you know, knowing about it. But, but really, it was more, uh, it was less about being a tutorial and more about being, like, you know, this is how you could approach a problem and, and try and solve it if you didn't know how to do it, right? By causing it. Yeah, by first causing it yourself. Yeah, if it's like, oh, how do I attempt a door repair? Uh, who wants to watch that? But if it's like, I'm going to smash my door and then I'm going to attempt a door repair, well, now it's like, there's some stakes there, you know? Yeah, because then everybody's thinking, why did this man yes, take, exactly. <laughs> smash his exactly. own door in? Um, I think it's, is it the... Is it the cow manure video that is your most popular one, or is mm. it? Or do you know if it's a different one? It's it's very popular. Uh, I think that's around like two point two, two point three million views. Uh, there's there might be a couple that are higher than that. I know uh, people really liked when I filled my filled my brake uh, lines with Mountain Dew Baja Blast. That was specifically Baja Blast. Yeah, nobody cares about any. It other has flavor. to be Baja Blast, <laughs> and it was like purchased from a Taco Bell too, right? Like. <laughs> Uh, people like that one a lot. Well, people have liked them all, but uh, the the very first one was definitely the most eventful for me because I had no expectations of what it was going to do. Um, and so I like smashed my door, right, to see if I can fix it. 
With and a sledgehammer. Yeah, with a sledgehammer. Not, not one hit. It was like three or four, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> well, I thought the first one was like not adequate. So like, yeah, I had to go for more. Uh, and I remember like I posted that video. I was at my girlfriend's like, house and I'm, I'm just like sitting there. And like must have been something around like 20 minutes into posting this video. And all of a sudden like my notifications just like it's like 99 plus. Oh, that's um, right. I, I click on it and it's like 99 plus. And I'm like, oh, my God. What's happening? <laughs> so the window was the first one. Like, oh, or not the window. The, the, I, the I, smashing the car door. Smashing was the car the first door. One. I, yeah. I got mixed up with window because I remember specifically you smashed it and you're like, let's hope I didn't break my window regulator. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which luckily I don't think you did. Um, he actually broke yeah, that window. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, I threw a strut through the window. Yeah. <laughs> from the other side. Yeah. yeah. He, like he hucked it. He was inside the car. I was yeah. like. I was like, okay, so Ian, this is how I want this video to start off, right? I was like, I want to be in front of the car, and then I'm just going to be like, has this ever happened to you? And then the window's just going to explode behind me. I was like, yeah, I better get it in one take. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That's that's great. So if you don't mind me asking, how much did you pay for this Volvo? I paid $800. Oh, okay. The guy listed it for $1,000. I went and and I saw it, and... uh, it was clearly it had some issues <laughs> when I when I saw it from this guy. We we went on a test drive. He wouldn't even let me drive the car because it didn't have like power steering. And I was like, no, I can manage it. But he, whatever. Uh, and we got back. It clearly had bad engine mounts. Um, it clearly had a bad steering rack, uh, among a multitude of other things. Like the seatbelts didn't completely work, and the gas cap wasn't there. Um, but I was like, this is such like such a like characterful car like it it has so much personality in it and i know that's that there's gonna be people out there who are gonna be mad that i'm doing this and that makes it good that's everybody's know? excuse for getting like a, a really old or not not even old cars but like very broken ones is they're like yeah. it has character man so you decided before getting the volvo that you were gonna find a cheap car to just do all of this to or was yes. it like yeah well because at this point um i had my Manual transmission three series, right? Which I, which is like bone stock from like 2009, and like no one cares about the car except for me. And I'm like, I had put like a ton of like money and time into fixing it, and so I was like, ah, there's no way I'm like doing this to my own car because like it was like as funny as it is to like fill the brake lines with Mountain Dew. I was like, I don't know what that's going to do to like the fittings and whatever, and I don't want it. Don't want to mess up your own transportation. Yeah, I I put like. I feel like with BMWs, you you know, you you put like just slightly, if you don't baby it to a maximum degree, something's going to go wrong. Oh, yeah. Florida starts raining sideways. The engine's just gone. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I Uh, I have a friend back in Tampa that has a, uh, I think it's 2011 or 2012. It's a 328i. So it's still a 3 Series. um, Mm -hmm. But everything is broken in that thing. Like, (laughs) it's now 10 years old because it's 2022 so like uh i mean he could take better care of it obviously because i've been in that car and i'm like damn dude you don't take care of this thing as far as the interior yeah. goes so like some some parts of the door panel is like peeling off and it's super sticky and so oh places. is it like the grab handle sticky yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that, tell me <laughs> is that a normal thing my it's so it's for some reason, it's only like the passenger grab handle and then in the yes. back, right? So it's not the driver one. But so I <laughs> I took Gorilla Tape and I spray painted it beige to match my interior and I just taped the handle up. And that's been my solution for 
the entirety of the car. I was like, I don't feel like taking the door panel off, so I'm just going to... So it's not just his problem. It's it's a thing that happened. Oh, it's all of them, yeah. Well, in fact, no. So when I bought that car, um, my sister had one from new, like a 2011, right? And it's hers is also a manual transmission. And I was like, she, she had had no problems with it whatsoever. And I was like, you know, even though Consumer Reports rates this as like very bad on everything reliability related, right? It can't be that bad because she's had no problems. And I bought it. And it's been a nightmare. It's been, it's been a heap of a car. <laughs> you said yours is 2009? Yeah. Yeah. So yours wouldn't have like a, like the whole like touch or not touch screen, but on like, it wouldn't have like a big screen in it or anything like that, would it? It has, uh, this would have been very close to base. So there's no, uh, no infotainment whatsoever, which I actually enjoy. Yeah. Um, Cause oh. it, I like simple. A lot of cars like look fine with that and they're really simple, but I'm asking because like this guy in Flor- in Tampa that has the 2012, it, it's not like, um, not like Apple CarPlay t- sort of stuff where it's touchscreen. It might be touchscreen. I can't recall completely, but it has it, it like coming up off the dashboard barely, but it's stock. Yeah. Um, but the problem with it is that apparently the inside of a BMW is not supposed to take any heat at all. So due to the heat in Florida, um, the, like heat ended up pretty much baking that screen and there's a huge crack like diagonally through it and then it turned white. Oh God. So it's just like the the screen itself is a complete mess. I don't know how, I've never had one. I've never had a Beamer so I don't know how like any of the parts are held on or anything like that, whether they use like same style clips as everybody else but he's had reflectors fall off, parts of his bumper. Oh um, yeah. Like yeah. pieces of his rim just break off, even though he doesn't hit curbs, things like that. Um, he has to replace his. He doesn't drive like crazy, but he has to replace his rotors like every four or five months. Yeah, and I'm like, dear God. Well, man. there's there are a lot. I don't know if they fixed it since then. I hope that they have, but there's a lot of like plastic in that car where there should be metal, like as far as like clips and like pieces that should be structural and like stuff like so. When you go to do anything, like repair wise, like you're going to break stuff. There's no avoiding it because of the fact that like um, there's like heat cycles. Yeah, the plastic gets brittle over time, and then you just like take the clip to take like a even something as simple as like a an ignition coil out, and like oops, broke the thing. <laughs> so, um, as far as the BMW itself goes, I think you have one video where you said how much or like why you shouldn't get a bmw i think it's like yes. uh if i'm not wrong you paid like five six thousand for it i paid sixty five hundred seven thousand with tax yeah i've put in and this is this is a story in and of itself i've put in um i think the the number is eight thousand in the first three years and that's the majority of that in repairs in parts just me doing it. Oh. So, like, <laughs> had I paid shops to do that work, uh, I probably would have spent, like, fifteen, sixteen thousand. Yeah, 000. almost double that just for the labor itself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolute nightmare of a car. Well, no, so at this point, in my ownership of it, I figured I was just returning it to, like, new condition and that, like, you know, 
I'm like, for instance, I changed out the entire suspension and I didn't like need to, but I had had like a couple control arms go bad and I was like, I don't want to continue like doing these piecemeal repairs. It's just easier. I'll just do it all at once. Yeah. Especially um, like a lot of suspension um, replacements you can upgrade anyways for right. not terrible. Right. Uh, and so in the last like month, and this happened in the course of like a week, I got um, a massive shop bill from the local BMW dealer over here. So there were like a number of check engine lights on. Um, and I, I didn't know what they were. They like came on, um, they came on, the car wasn't driving any differently. And so I, I took it to the BMW dealer, um, just to try and fix my tire pressure sensors, which weren't working. And they weren't working because of tire disc counters. Um, I, I changed the wheels on my car out. Um, and the tire disc counters couldn't, get the uh, sensors to pair up for whatever reason. They're like, you oh, got to take this to familiar. the BMW dealer. So I took it to the dealer and they, they send me, uh, they're like, apparently they do video walk arounds now. So the mechanic did like this video walk around vlog style. And he's like, he's like, yeah, so uh, you got bad cats, both of them. Um, and, you know, getting to that, I'm going to, like, break all the O2 sensors. So you're going to need four new O2 sensors, too. There's a problem with your Vano system. Uh, there's something wrong with, like, your direct injection, too. And uh, he's just, like, rattling on and on. He's like, oh, but the good news is for your tire pressure thing, it's like the last guy didn't plug the module in all the way. So I fixed that. <laughs> Comes back to me, just the catalytic converters. Uh, it's going to be $6,000. Oh dear God! In addition to a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, and so I'm I'm like in my mind I'm around like nine thousand dollars now, and I'm like oh my God. Anyway, at this point I'm like, well I'm just going to continue driving the car because it's like whatever bad cats. So I'll deal with it in the future. And literally the next day, I'm like driving home from a friend's house at night, um, like on country roads too, and like it starts off the high beams like won't come on, and I'm like. This is odd because I was using them like ten minutes ago, <laughs> and then like then like they'll come on, but then they'll like turn themselves off like very quickly, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, please, please get me home. <laughs> then the headlights just like flash off and flash back on. I didn't like touch anything, mind you, <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, keep driving. It the car just like is falling apart in you know, in my stead, I, I'm just watching this, this car grow electrical problems, uh, from nothing. And, uh, by the time I got home, luckily I was like very close to home, but all the lights turned off the infotainment, like, like the speakers were still playing my music, which is odd. Oh, that's the most important part. Uh, but like, it was just basically strobing all of the lights. So like the interior lights, the headlights and the taillights were just like flicker flashing. And this was Recently, like in the last yeah. month? Yeah, so oh, that so car is... You're driving a Christmas tree during Christmas season. Cool. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, a video that's coming up that we're very excited for is we're going to essentially whistle and diesel my car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and th- this... The BMW, you're yes. doing that to the BMW. Yes. And this is the, the BMW is your personal car. It's not... Yes. It was never intended it to be It was never project. intended to be content. Oh, dear yeah. God. So that, then it turned into, oh, well, my car is very messed up. So yes, now we're yes. throwing money well, at it and apparently content. So I'm looking for new cars. Ian can attest to this. Yeah. Um, Lots of deliberating. Yes. What kind of cars are you looking at? 
Right now it's between three. Okay, I'm looking at the Toyota GR86. It's like a new one. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, they look good. A I know absolutely nothing about them. Golf GTI. And um, a, this would be like a, like a two-year-old Genesis G70. So it's like a three-series competitor. They did make one with a stick. And those are like selling very slowly on dealer lots. So I could get a really good deal on one of the stick ones. Uh, of like the 200 that they made. Um, so that's where I'm at right now. And yeah, I've never seen a, well, I I have probably have seen a G70, but I probably don't, not personally familiar with it. Um, I've had a friend that had a GTI and I had another friend that just got a uh, Volkswagen Taos um, that was looking into the, the GR86. So um they seem like pretty good choices. I don't know too many details about GR86s, but my family, my my mother specifically, has had Toyotas for like the last 20 years. Yeah. And just consistently goes with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what's up with them recently, but she just got a, the day after I crashed my Mustang back yeah. in April. Yeah. Uh, she, no, the day before I crashed the Mustang. Um, so within 24 hours, we bought a new car and then sent a different one to a repair shop. Um uh, what happened was she traded in her 2000 Toyota Camry in for a uh, 2020 Corolla. And we've got one friend that's been doing like car stuff for years. And he's like, no, you should have stuck with the 2001. It's like, much more reliable. I don't like the new ones. And never really found out why, but uh, it works fine. And she knows absolutely nothing about cars. So all she knew was that every single time she brought it to the shop, they were like, yeah, there's something wrong with your 22 year old car because it was like, okay, well I just replaced the timing belt on this last year. They're like, yeah, you need a new one. It's a thousand dollars. And then the blue book value for it was like 1500. So she's like, yeah, I'm just going to, well, Jordan checked the blue book value. Like yeah, a year and a half ago, maybe two years, it said like $800. So I'm like, oh, God, you're you're gonna get nothing for this. But then, uh, obviously, with all the used car prices like skyrocketing recently, mm-hmm. um, uh, even like trading in a twenty something year old car, they got fifteen hundred for it. And then um, the the person at the dealership, because uh, she got it at an enterprise, like uh, how they sell the cars after their rentals. So it was yeah. it was like a one year old car with one or two year old car with like. 40 something thousand miles, which is already a decent amount, but she's like, whatever, I don't drive like crazy, so it'll be fine. Because yeah. her other car yeah. lasted like 175,000 miles before she got rid of so it. So, what kind of car? The new one or the old one? The new one. Uh, uh, Corolla 2020. Corolla. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then, what? Well, those will last forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, my brother has a, a 2012 Camry, but. My brother is something special. He doesn't take care of cars, like, at all. He's maybe washed it once or twice, and he's had it for, how long have I had my car? He's had it for about two and a half years now. Before that, okay. he had a 2005 Corolla, which, God, that was a project. But The the funniest thing is reading, like, the comments on, uh, some, of the, some of the commenters on the videos where I talk about my BMW, um, it's hilarious. They're like, well, if you like, if you just took care of your car, I'm like, what does it look like I'm doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm in the like top one percent of people taking care of this car. Like anyone else would have gotten rid of this by this point. Oh yeah, for sure. And then mm-hmm. it's, at that point, it's just like, okay, are you just you don't know about BMW, or like, are you a 16 year old that's like, yeah, right. you think you know everything about the cars? Because every single person that I that I know that has owned a BMW, I can't say about the Supras, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't know anybody with a Supra. 
um, uh, all of them just are like, I hate this car. They're all like, if you can't afford a new BMW, you can't afford a used BMW. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are like, I think there's instances where people get by and they don't have many problems at all. And so, like, those people are like, there's nothing wrong. If you don't look at the check but, engine light, it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, at that point, it's just... Some people don't see the light, and then they're just like, well, the car's not breaking down, so it's fine. Yeah. So now you got, like, two project cars. Now, the um, problem with the reliability-wise, the only question that I'd have on, like, something like the GR86 or BRZ is that it's using a Subaru engine, right? So the, the Boxer engines, hopefully Toyota has, has done They're just borrowing everybody's to, engines. To, yeah, to help uh, it out. But I have a friend who, he's been through two Foresters now, and probably five head gaskets. Not learned his lesson. Yeah. I don't know if the shops have not... They love him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they love him. Well, I don't know if he's getting ripped off, like they're not actually doing the job right. Well, I'm sure they're reusing components if he's going and getting like a... Two head gaskets done for twelve hundred bucks. That yeah. doesn't sound right. <laughs> no, the technician, so while you go to breakfast together, sort of thing. Yeah, they're they're just using like they're probably using the bottle too. I think so until it <laughs> until it pops again. Yeah. yeah, we've got a friend who um, initially Christian was supposed to be here to be the co-host. Yeah, and then um, he he obviously didn't. So we had uh, another friend that was also supposed to be here, but found out like Friday night that he couldn't. But he would have been really fun to do because he's like super talkative and has like a, yeah. a, a ton of questions. Because we showed him the cow shit video, and he <laughs> he was like, "I have so many questions." But he actually has uh, he has a I think it's either I think it's a 2020 Miata. But before that, he had um, uh, he had a family member that had a Forester. I don't know how old it was, probably like 15, 20 years. But mm-hmm. like everybody's like, oh, Subaru's so reliable. So then you go, and what he did was this family member was in Colorado. So uh, they were like, well, if you want to come get it from Colorado, I'll just give it to you. So he went all the way up to Colorado, drove all the way back in the Subaru. Um, so he went with a friend, I guess, and then he drove separately on the way back, whatever the details of as far as that were. Um, and then what he was going to do is he was going to started having some problems and one of the problems was the head gasket. Um, so what happened there was he went and started to, um, look into trading it in just cause he was like, I got this car for free. It's starting to have problems. I need to get rid of it. Right. Um, the dealership was like, we'll give you $2,000 for it, which is like decent for a car that's having problems and 20 years old. But then as he was driving to the dealership to get it traded in, um, like that, the actual day of the trade in, um, it, 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 it broke down on the interstate no. and the engine started smoking. Oh no. So then they were like, uh, I guess we'll give you a thousand dollars for it. I completely forgot about this. This was a very bad omen when I bought that BMW. That's a, a trash heap right now <laughs> driving it. It didn't make it out of the dealer lot. <laughs> yeah, you made it like I literally like mile? as like I, after signing the paperwork, the very next time I turned it on to leave with my new car, it like it did this really weird. Th- so it just started like lurching, like lurching forward oh. and back, right? <laughs> and my brother was in the the passenger seat. He drives stick. Um, he has his whole life. He's like, Michael, what are you doing? I'm like, Jim, I'm not doing this. I'm not. This isn't me. <laughs> we made it to the gas station right right next door, 
Um, and like the the guys, this is like a really small mom and pop lot. The guy's like son came out and was like trying to like disconnect the battery. I'm like, no, like you you guys got to like deal with this. <laughs> I think it was a throttle body. Like usually, I just got this car from your place. Obviously, it's not something that I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the something that your like Christmas like uh, all of your dashboard and all those lights lighting up like a Christmas mm-hmm. tree reminded me of um, in 2019 in May of 2019. Myself, Jordan, uh, Jordan's in the background. He's exhausted just by hearing by being reminded <laughs> of this. Uh, we went to Los Angeles for two weeks. And we rented a car from Toro, which will never happen again. We will always be using actual rental companies. Um, well, what's the story there? So uh, we rented a car from Toro. And, um, well, Toro, for anybody that doesn't know, it's it's kind of like Airbnb, but for cars. So, like, um, it's not like a... How people, like, people loan their personal cars out yeah. to people, and you can rent it. Yeah, basically. And then um, sometimes they'll have a mileage limit or whatever their own details are. But the gist of it is, you know, people rent out their own cars um, for people to use, whether it's travel or just whatever. Um, So I think it was a Honda CRV, I think. Um, And it was fine for like, I think it was four days. We were there for 15 days. So not very far into the trip. Um, It was fine the the first day. Uh, It was fine the second day when we went through a mountain. It was fine the third day. I forget what we... I think we went surfing that day. So we were driving, like, the like the Huntington Beach is probably, like, an hour away from L.A. So yeah. we were driving... We weren't driving, like, five minutes each time. And then all of a sudden, we were driving on the Pacific Coast Highway on the fourth or fifth day, because it was a Wednesday. We got there on Saturday. Yeah. And um, because this guy at, the, at Bubba Gump Shrimp um, on Santa Monica Pier was like, oh, I just moved here from South Africa. I visited all 50 states... Um, and then I picked this one because it was my favorite one because he's visited all 50 states before he decided on which one he wanted to move to. And then he moved to Los Angeles. So we moved to California, okay. Yeah, great choice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then what? Uh, he's like, when I was visiting here, uh, what I did well, that made me like really love this place is you take a drive from the Pacific Coast Highway and then you drive through like this scenic drive through like certain mountains and certain roads and stuff like that. And he's like, don't yeah. use Apple Maps, use Google Maps because Apple Maps, you can't suggest routes and Google Maps, you can apparently. Okay. Like, uh, like crowdsourcing or whatever for Google Maps. Um, so we were like, okay. So we did it that night after Bubba Gump shrimp thing to just to see what it was like, even though you can't see anything at night. Did the CRV not make it? Uh, that night... The CRV made it. Then we, then the next day, we were like, we're going to do it again since we can actually see it, and it's daylight. Yeah. We're driving along the Pacific Coast Highway before we even get into any of the mountains, and per- everything's perfectly fine, and then all of a sudden, every single light on the dashboard comes on, and half of them start blinking, and Jordan's <laughs> driving, and he's like, what the hell is this? He's like, my dashboard just lit up like a Christmas tree. I'm like, uh, maybe the dashboard, like, a light broke or something, or, like, some... Some detector broke because for a, a minute, nothing was like going on with the car. It was still being fine. And then within like 30 seconds of me being like, you could probably drive far enough to get to like a place to stop at or like uh, talk to the guy Did, that like, rented it out. Did like an oil cooler line break or something and it just we spit don't, all of its oil out? We don't know. All you hear is just like the throttle is like super high or even though we're going like 15 miles an hour trying to get into the shoulder. Yeah. Car breaks down. Every single light is on. And uh, so then we call this guy and we're like, hey, we've only had your car for a few days. We haven't done really anything to it other than put like, 
I don't know, whatever, an hour or like not an hour because it was an hour drive to some places, maybe like six or seven hours worth of miles mm-hmm. on the car. We're like, we didn't really, we're driving on normal roads. We'd, we weren't like ripping it apart. Right. Couldn't break his clutch or anything because it was a, a, an automatic car. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, what happened? And I'm like, we broke down on the side of the Pacific Coast Highway. Um, and then he, he's all the way in Los Angeles. And at that point, we were about an hour and 20 minutes away from Los Angeles on the highway. Yeah. And, um, he's like, well, if you can figure out a way to get it here, then I'll loan you like a different car or something like that, or I'll get it taken care of. And Jordan's thinking if one car is like this, we're not going to deal with another one like this. So well, calls, also like if you can get it back to me, like yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. cause this. Yeah, that's it's your you. car. You fix it. Yeah, exactly. And we're like, how do you expect us to get back to uh, get it back to you? So we called Toro then, and we were like, we paid, I don't know, seven hundred dollars for this car to, for two weeks, and they were like, yeah, we can't give you any refund for it at all, like any partial refund. The most we can do is give you a fifty dollar credit to Uber to get you back to Los Angeles, and we're like. We are an hour and a half away from Los Angeles. Like, a $50 no, credit's not going to get us like anywhere. like a $100 Uber. Yeah, <laughs> at least. And I'm like, no, Uber's even going to come to the middle of the highway just, like, randomly. There's no address or anything. So uh, then Jordan and luckily all five of us were not in the car. It was just three of us. If all five of us were, it would have been even more chaos. But one, one guy was busy visiting, like, a friend that we had living there, and then the other one was baked this shit in the house having no brain power at all because he just <laughs> yeah. t- took as many edibles as he could the night before because yeah. he's like, damn, we're in California. Weed's legal here. It's not yeah. legal in Florida. I'm just going to live up on it. So like the worst possible time that you could have had this happen. Yeah, so we had one person missing um, who we found out that the friend that he was with could have been able to pick us up, but like he, our friend our, himself, he just was like, no, we're too busy. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So great friend, obviously. Um and then the other one's baked, so he couldn't do anything. Right. And so Jordan and our friend Cody uh, were like, oh, there's an enterprise like a mile away from here. I think, no, it was a fire station because um, it was the middle of nowhere. It was just a highway. Yeah. Um, so he went to a, a fire station, and then I think it was the fire station guys drove them somewhere. Um, oh, or he got an Uber, apparently, um, from the fire station. Yeah. Because you can't put, like, a location. At that point, you couldn't put a location on Uber for just a random spot on the highway. So they got an Uber to meet them at the fire station. I think one canceled on them. Um, so that made it worse. And then another one came, picked them up, brought them to wherever. Meanwhile, I'm sitting in a car, just or in this broken-ass car by myself. Mm-hmm. It's getting, like, 100 degrees just because nothing works. The cops stop by, and they're just like, hey, you want us to hang out with you? I'm like, I do not care. I just want to be out of here. Uh, I'm like, I am fine. I'm just waiting. So then um, call this tow truck company. They're like, yeah, we'll be there in 30 minutes. Took them three hours. Um, Tow truck driver spoke zero English because we're in Los Angeles. Naturally. Yeah, so then I'm. he's like trying to tell me how he wants it on the tow truck, and I'm like, I I don't know what you're saying because he's just pointing and saying Spanish words. I know he's like – Zero Spanish, maybe you're two like, or three words. You're like, I'm not the tow driver. Yeah. You are. You you figure out how to get it on the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then I gave him the keys. I'm like, here, you do your thing. Uh, so then he, he gets it on there. And then Ventura is this, there's Ventura County and then Ventura the town. It, Ventura the town okay. is where he brought me to, um, which was like 15 minutes from where we were stuck on the interstate. Yeah. Um, 
And it's basically like this little isolated town in the middle of like a cove of mountains. And there's like one outlet to the highway. Okay. Um, so I was like, I'm in the middle of like mini Mexico. Nobody here speaks any English except for like two people that work at the fire station. Cause I went to a different fire station than they did apparently. And I thought I went to the same one and they were like, this isn't at all where we went. Um, so the, the, the funniest part was I rode with the tow truck driver cause it was before COVID and all this stuff. It was three years ago now. Um, I rode with the tow truck driver and it was the most unstable car ride ever cause we're just sitting in silence because neither one of us speaks each other's language, and I'm just bouncing because the car is just terrible. The tow truck's just terrible, so I'm just bouncing like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Send Jordan a video, and he's like, that's the, one of the funniest things I've seen because I looked miserable, and the tow truck driver's just like... So did you have to pay for the tow? I don't think we did. I think Turo paid for it, <clears throat> okay, or the that, guy did. That's good. At least um, there's that. Because if I had to pay for like a $200 tow, I'd I would be left his car angry. Over. Oh, yeah. dear God, yeah. Uh, good luck you're gonna come get me or i'm gonna push this into traffic well, yeah you're so gonna leave the keys in it the tow truck driver had to get oh yeah leave the keys just on the, <laughs> yeah, on the side of the road like if you want it you can have it yeah i uh, the tow truck driver didn't speak any english like i said but his supervisor did so he got a supervisor on the phone and the supervisor's like what's going on i'm like uh i'm renting a car it's not mine i don't care where it goes but like the owner lives here but i'm not going there so yeah then trying to get through like an interpreter, like a language barrier, trying mm-hmm. to say, drop me off in one place and the car in another place was already enough. Then by the point that I was separated from the car and I was just sitting in little Mexico by myself with like yeah. without Jordan or Cody or anybody and just kind of sitting at the bus station or just whatever waiting because mm-hmm. they went, they went to, I think it was an enterprise or a Hertz or something and they rented um, a separate car. I don't know. I forget what type it was, but Regardless, it was like just another SUV that had zero problems for the next week and a half. Well, I'm surprised that a Honda CRV blew up on you. Oh yeah, that's. I, <laughs> I was like, this car is supposed impressive. to be great. Was it like a particularly old one? No, it was wow. like basically okay. brand new. Interesting. Um, so I, I get, we, get we it hurts. Like, what the hell? No, they're all Teslas. You know? Yeah, apparently. So then we, um, what we did is I waited at the. Um, at Inventura, and then they got a rental from Enterprise, and then it took from the, from the time of the car breaking down it took about like four and a half hours for them to get to me. Um, so I was just you know chilling by myself in May in the middle of or in the middle of May in Los Angeles, you know, very hot weather. But I was like, whatever. I live in Florida. I'm used to this. So everything was fine as far as that goes. I was just exhausted when we got back in the car. We go to this restaurant in Santa Monica. Um, uh, you know, the source of all of our problems because that's where the guy that told us to go through this, this trip. But we went to a separate restaurant there and Cody was like, you know what? Since you sat for four hours by yourself and took care of the car, I'll pay for your dinner. And I was like, sick. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what, John? You should get the surf and turf because that's exactly what I'm going to get. And then the asshole went and he's like, okay, John, you get to order first. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, if he's going to get this, I'm just going to get the same thing. In California, the surf and turf is like, I don't know, like $85, probably more than that. But then he's like... It's probably fresh fish and stuff yeah, like that, he's right? Like, yeah. yeah, it's right on the beach. So he's like, yeah, get that. It's like steak and lobster and all that. Uh, he's like, I'm going to get the they get the same thing. Makes me order first. Then he's like, yeah, I think I'm just going to have... It was like something super basic, like some chicken thing or something. I'm like, you asshole. Now you make me feel like a dick because you got yeah. some like $17 thing and then you <laughs> guilted me into getting something that's like 85 or 90 Yeah. <laughs> so that was one of my favorite car stories as far as the whole Christmas tree yeah, thing. Yeah, getting a, 
getting stranded, alone. Yeah. Yeah, the police stop by, can't talk to the tow truck driver. Yeah, the only other... Sounds like a good time. The the only other, like, car story that I have that would be as fun is yesterday, um, when I flew standby, and we... Mm -hmm. uh, Jordan landed in Columbus at 12. I landed in uh, Cincinnati at 5.45, and they're about an hour and a half apart. Yeah. So he drove to Cincinnati, got me... My bag was sent to Chicago. So the, so CVG, the airport yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so my, not my backpack, which was, this was the weirdest thing. So I was flying standby yesterday morning. I find out your flight to Columbus got canceled. I'm like, nice. What am I supposed to do now? So then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go on a different flight to Columbus. Nope. Got full as I got to the gate. Then I got switched to a flight to, uh, Newark, New Jersey to connect to Columbus, but that would have taken off at 1230. Yeah. Within 10 minutes, uh, I was told, don't go on that one. You're going to go on one uh, that takes off at 1130. <coughs> so then by that point, I already had my flights changed like four or five times. So the, the part that didn't make sense is that I, well, I took the flight to Newark that was originally planned because all along my flight to, to Newark was never canceled. It was always the one from Newark to Columbus because United doesn't fly direct from Tampa to yeah. uh, anywhere in Ohio, to be honest. So then basically I'm sitting there and my original plan was to take an 11:30 flight from Tampa to Newark and then a um a different flight at like 1:15 from Newark to Columbus. The Newark to Columbus got canceled. So uh what was going to happen was my bag, the the bag with all of our microphones, all of our important gear that we needed today. Um got sent to Chicago for some reason, even though it was checked for the flight that goes through Newark and then to Columbus. Because um, even if a flight's full, a lot of times they'll still stick your baggage on it if you're still going to the same place. Right. Um, so I don't know why it went to Chicago. No idea. But they're like, we'll have it in Columbus by tonight. I'm like, why Columbus? I landed in Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. I'm staying in Columbus anyways. Um, so... We find out after I land, like, oh, that's that's fine. Um, you know, there's just a winter storm now, which is causing half the flights to be canceled, half of the flights to be delayed. My flights were on time, luckily, but once I actually found one to get on, um, bag got lost. I went to a completely different city than what I planned to. Then Jordan gets me at about 5.45, 6 o'clock um, from Cincinnati. Then he sets it to Columbus Airport. Not Port Columbus Airport, which would be this one, which is, I think it's CMH. Yeah, um, yeah. This is Port Columbus International, what whatever. Did he end up at Rickenbacker? Uh, I don't know what that is, but he yeah, put in Columbus cool. Airport, and he selected Columbus Municipal Airport in oh. Columbus, Indiana, oh. which was another hour and a half or two hours west. Yeah. So yeah. then we're, we're driving for like, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes already. <laughs> so um, you were literally driving to Indiana. So we, uh, <laughs> then Jordan sees some sign about being in Indiana. He's like, John, why are we in Indiana? I'm like, bro. Okay, so Cincinnati Airport is in Kentucky. Not in Cincinnati at all. Yeah. doesn't make any sense. I went sense. to school in Cincinnati, so. It doesn't make any sense. Why is, it's, if you look at the, the town that's based Cincinnati in. Cincinnati is more expensive, I think. There's more free real estate in Yeah, but it's Kentucky. called Cincinnati Airport. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's not in Cincinnati at all. It's like. No, I'm with you. Half, half of the sprawl of Cincinnati is in Kentucky. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I didn't plan on going to Kentucky, but here I am, I guess. Um, so 
I, I'm like, Jordan, you had two states that you could be in that were the easiest, Kentucky or Ohio, and you chose Indiana. <laughs> you went the wrong way. So yeah. then we switch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we switch back to Port Columbus uh, International, which is uh, this one, obviously. And it, it was like over two hours at that point because he, he had taken a while. And then uh, he's like, oh, there's a big boy. Don't have that in Florida. We should go there. Like a freshes? Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, no. And fuel. <laughs> we didn't know this. He's like, I've heard that they're really good. He was wrong. He heard that some other restaurant was really good that's you, local yeah, to Ohio. You're wrong, yeah. We show. We no. go in there, and I'm like, dear God, this place is empty. No, you got to get Skyline. That's, okay. That's where it's at. So then what happened? Want, it's like Taco Bell in the way that it makes you feel bad but tastes so good, but like kind of upgraded Taco Bell. Like oh, you okay. feel even better. And even worse after, yeah. <laughs> Satisfying and not, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we go to Big Boy and uh, and get all of this stuff, and I'm like, what? Oh, because we go in there and nobody's in there except for this one lady who's being loud as hell, and I'm like, oh god, what is this? Um, and then uh, they just assumed we knew the whole menu and everything. Obviously, we didn't, because I was like. I just showed up in like a t-shirt and pants and uh, shoes that have no traction. Do I look like I belong in snow? Um, You're like, what's good? They're (laughs) like, what do you want? Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't tried it. Assuming that we knew like how many sides come with everything, which I mean is normally fine for a restaurant, but like, I don't know. It was really weird because they didn't explain everything, anything, even when we asked. They didn't really, the lady did they, the lady didn't even really explain. Sorry, I didn't hear myself for a second. Um, so then that itself was okay. Mm-hmm. Jordan decided for some weird reason to get the cottage cheese, which was like the best thing there, apparently. Nobody told us that was, it was the best thing there. Was it the best thing there? Yeah. That, oh, it was. That, that's, okay. what, that's what I mean. Is like nobody told us it was supposed to be good, but like he just got it just because he saw it on the menu. It turned out to be the best thing there. Then, Jordan, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> so then what happens is that uh, we go to, uh, or not we go anywhere. We were still at Big Boy, but we get our food, and I got, like, onion rings, just really basic stuff that you can't mess up, and just, like, the and breakfast actually, boy or whatever. And then I, I tried my burger first, and Jordan's like, what does this taste like? Or what, he's like, is it good? I'm like, uh, it just tastes like a sit-down McDonald's, mm-hmm. which, and then, because it, it looks like it, too, like, the burgers are just like Big Macs and everything. They've, yeah. Yeah. And I was, so that enough was like, okay, that just set us back another 40 minutes just sitting down and yeah. eating, and it wasn't worth it at all. Yeah. Um, so the then. Better regional foods like, like Canes. I don't know if you have that. No, we don't, but I've heard a million Canes things about it. Canes is very good. Yeah. I would make, good. make an effort. Yeah, we have Canes. time. We'll be going yeah. there. So then uh, we leave Big Boy and. Uh, because Jordan decided to take the scenic drive to Indiana, um, we were, gas wasn't really like a big problem. We didn't run out of gas, but like we burned a whole lot of extra gas that we shouldn't have. And this is like, it's probably snowing the whole time too, right? Oh yeah. 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 It went from a winter weather advisory to a winter storm warning very quickly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, there's three inches of snow and, um, in Florida, all we get is rain. Sick. Yeah. Um, so then then there's probably like cars off the road. Oh yeah. We were messing with ways. Um, and every five seconds, we're just like, oh, let's let's add another hazard because I've never <laughs> used Waze before. So I was yeah. like, or I've used it maybe once or twice, but it hasn't been for years. And before that, I wasn't doing all that. 
So this time I was like, you know what? I'm in the passenger seat. I'm just going to go crazy with the buttons. Every time I see a crash yeah. car, probably saw like 15, 20 That's cars. Because awesome, there's somebody else who is probably behind you who was just getting hazard ahead, hazard yeah. ahead, hazard ahead. <laughs> well, the problem is when you get, you get like custom voices for ways too. Yeah. So I don't care if you are politically like right, left, upside down. The mm-hmm. Donald Trump voice is one of the funniest things you can get on ways. Just because, like, he doesn't say anything political, but it's so funny because it'll be, like, hazard, heavy traffic. And he's like, I would watch out if I were you. There's a lot of people, a lot of people saying that there's some heavy traffic. I would be careful. And it's, like, a long-ass message just for saying, like, warning, heavy traffic. Right, right. So we're hearing that the whole time just because it's, like, the funniest thing possible. Uh, I haven't found a funnier voice on Waze, to be honest, because it it was just really entertaining. Well, I think... Catch me if I'm wrong. You can record your own, yeah, voice prompts. I saw you share some TikTok people. of somebody did that, and they like they made every one of it, it was like nightmare fuel for the whole thing. So like <laughs> every single direction was like a puzzle piece to figure out what it was trying to say. And so, oh my god! For, for instance, one of them was like, um, you know, in three quarters of a mile, uh, t- turn stage left at from the position of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, God. But then, like, one of the funniest things was that when uh, Jordan would make, like, uh, like, a wrong turn, like, take an exit that he wasn't supposed to, like, I don't know, yeah, 0.1 or 0.2 miles ahead of where he should have. And then all you hear is just Donnie Boy just be like, uh, rerouting, somebody made a wrong turn, that was terrible. It's like, dear God, <laughs> the man is just <laughs> insulting. And then whenever you arrive someplace, it's like... Oh, you have this a- was a bad deal. It was a huge <laughs> mistake. Uh, whenever you get somewhere, it's so funny because uh, uh, we haven't found a di- we haven't heard a different one yet. But every time we get somewhere, it's like uh, something about you have arrived, and he's like, and frankly, I knew you could do it all along, like all of this, and I'm like, oh, thanks for believing in me, man. Or when yeah. you when yeah. you start the, the the route so somewhere, there's like they actually have different ones. That, that just like have a random chance of playing so one of them's like okay i'm all set let's get the hell out of here or there's yeah. another one that's like okay i'm ready to go wait i'm not ready and then it'll just keep going and he's like okay now i'm ready now we can go which doesn't make any sense but it is what it is so we have that chaos going on while i'm pushing mm-hmm. all these buttons like oh there's a crash car there unplowed road crash car there's a cop here all of this yeah. nonsense yeah. and then we get a flat tire Really? Which we only found out when we were filling up gas because the little tire well, pressure I, thing yeah, showed up. Hey, that might have helped you actually at that point. <laughs> yeah, it kind of did. Yeah, because uh, I don't know how many times Jordan was like, "If we start sliding, I don't know where we're going to go," because we're not. What kind of car were you in? Uh, a 2020 Toyota Corolla, <laughs> front wheel drive. I bet. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And the front right tire was the one that went flat. Oh no! That's so it was it was just a love. So you got trip. to like hold the wheel straight as it was trying to like pull you oh yeah that as yeah. well as it tried to do lane correction for lanes that just were not visible at all oh no mm-hmm. so it would just randomly be like and jordan's like no we're not going into the other snowplow not yeah, what a great way to to lose traction you know yeah so is, my, is your your lane keep assist yanking the wheel and like losing grip because oh yeah of it. because of a flat tire too so we filled it up Flat tire's not flat anymore. I don't know if it was an air leak or what, mm. or at least not as flat. We haven't seen the light come on. We haven't. Was it really... flat, flat, or was it yeah, just like it, low? Well, it wasn't like completely flat, but mm-hmm. it was like pretty flat. It wasn't like flapping, but it was yeah. like 
you have that much room left. Sometimes plug it into the air pressure thing. Well, like you have obviously, PSI. when it gets colder, your pressure drops. Yeah, but not but that from should be that should be to uni- yeah, No, and it should also be like uniform. All of them. Yeah, pretty much drop the same amount. Isn't that that's why they say like? I'm sure this is still like a big grift, but uh, nitrogen in your tires. It, oh yeah, isn't it, in theory, it's like it expands and contracts less or something like that or, or it like leaks More less consistent yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry I I have, anybody does it though anymore i have notes on here of everything that went wrong yesterday so yeah i had different flights got the bag lost on my flight to newark i had the last seat available there were two of us on standby so i kicked some other poor bastard off to a different flight because yeah. i had more seniority um had to fly to Cincinnati, got a flat tire. Oh, yeah, because of the snowstorm, don't know what lanes are which. I kind of touched on that with the whole thing of the car trying to put us into a lane that was not visible at all. So it was trying to drive us into a snowplow. Well, we used to play this game. In high school, we'd call it God Save the Queen. We'd like throw the <laughs> the UK national anthem on and, and go in the wrong lane. Oh, tea time. Yeah, yeah tea time. <laughs> yeah, you drive on the left. Yeah, of course. No, but yeah. of course, only no. on like a very a country deserted road. country road. But like, like with, with good, good sight lines, never I, I around a corner. I do but all the time in Florida now because we just moved to the middle of nowhere. Yeah, you so. go tea time. Just <laughs> like swerve it over. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. until somebody says to stop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ian used to be a fiend, so we've well, been until somebody says to stop, not yeah. until you see a car. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe if you see a car. Yeah, but. Uh, I mean, it's fun to play chicken too. You know? So, not really, he, Ian and I have been like really close friends since like early high school. And his first car was a ninety what seven ninety seven Toyota Land Cruiser. Is that how you got involved with this car mess? You just knew this yeah walking I mean, chaos. That was for my first car. Long? It was a shit heap in the best <laughs> way, but like you know, I had to learn to work on it, and that's what got my juices flowing in the car world. So yeah, it was a it's a fun one. We had a yeah, lot of memories was, in that thing, man. We used to like just drive around. And great around ground and clearance. Around. He'd like he'd be in one parking lot that's oh. not connected to the one next to it. Yeah, and he would just go over <laughs> the like. Oh yeah, like curbs like this high and shit. Yeah. I've only seen one per, one other, one other an person asshole. do that, and it was it's our friend George who doesn't give a shit about anything. Yeah, like anything, <laughs> and uh, to the point where he's like so funny, but he won't ever smile when he's like mm-hmm. either he'll be joking or he'll just say something stupid. But he drives a 2011 Mitsubishi Lancer that he's trying to turn into an Evo, <laughs> and sometimes he'll just be like, "Oh, I need to, I need to get over." And you know, sometimes if you're on like an interstate or a highway, the left turning lane is separated by a median because you have to go in like an actual yeah. lane entrance. Yes. He'll just be like, fuck it. I missed the lane entrance. I'm just going to go over the curb. I'm like, you don't have an SUV. <laughs> You're driving a Lancer that you, oh, you suspended. <laughs> so then the other day he went, uh, like, he, he hauled ass too fast into a gas station, slammed into the tire stopper, and now his, the bottom of his gray bumper is yellow. Oh, nice. Nah. <laughs> you better be careful. He's going to get his oil pan there, man. He's, gonna, he's broken so many things in that car. <laughs> he just got something fixed as far as, like, cooling goes. But... I don't know. He's he's had so many problems with that car, but he's like, you know what? It's fine until it actually breaks down. Mm-hmm. This one hundred and seventy three thousand <laughs> mile car is fine. And I'm like, one hundred seventy three thousand miles. That's as many as my mother had on her twenty year old Camry. Yeah, this yeah. car's ten years old. Well, <laughs> yeah, particular cars like like yours, uh, Land Cruiser. I had two eighty something when Dear I sold God, it. Yeah, man. they get the five hundred thousand though. Yeah, it's uh, they'll go forever. Ever. I mean, like stuff will break on the inside. Ever like you know electric. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, some cars will last like forever, but like this kid specifically has so many broken things. He runs a car detailing business in Tampa. So uh, me and George or me and Jordan have had our, our cars detailed. Me and Jordan both have Mustangs. Um, oh, really? What? Yeah. Same matching Mustangs? No, he has a he has a red one. He has oh, a okay. he has a uh, well. We both have 2019, but I have a 2019 EcoBoost. It might be premium. I don't know either that or the guy that had it. Before, I think it's premium. What well, does it have? Like a leather leather interior? No, but it has like active exhaust and like the okay. massive ass screen and stuff like and, okay. uh, and all sorts of stuff that like does not come base. Um, yeah, but it's not like aftermarket stuff either. It's right. stuff from Ford. So. Um, I don't care if people give me shit for a four cylinder. Are you in uh, a GT? Yeah, he's in a GT Performance Pack Two. So I have the mid twenty thousand dollar car, and Jordan has the uh, more very expensive, like almost fifty five thousand dollar car. I know somebody that could get me the the A plan potentially price, like the essentially Ford corporate employee pricing on, on a Ford, and so. I considered, like, uh, or I, I, I could get a Mustang. I know. I love the car. Yeah, I didn't have it for eight months because this guy <laughs> took forever to repair it. Yeah, but, uh, the only problem I have is my tire pressure sensors because I changed the wheels. Yeah, it's uh, always always. I believe it, and uh, I changed the wheels while I was in the repair shop. So I figured the repair shop can take care of the tire pressure sensors. He didn't. So I was like, whatever. I got to get Ford to take care of that. Did he put the old sensors back in? I don't know. I stopped mm, asking questions because the man took eight months and ten days to finish a car that had a messed up rear end. After after one month, I'd be a little bit like uh-huh. irked. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Come Except on, guys. The problem this is, isn't a Model Y. This is well. Mustang. It was that as well as I was like, this is not my project car. This is my first. It's my first car. My driving car. Yes. So I don't have a, another car that I can beat the shit out of. Yeah. Uh, with a sledgehammer. Um, but yeah, I was like, come on, dude. So then uh, it took him seven months to offer to pay for a rental car for me. And I was like, about time, which the problem yeah. with that is like, I, I couldn't get the insurance company to do anything. Cause they were like, if the repairs aren't done, the repairs aren't done. The insurance company can't really do anything. Cause they already gave the dude like a yeah. bunch of money and everything. Yeah. When I did contact them, they're like, well, this isn't a shop that we recommend anyways. Um, I actually met the guy through Jordan. So now Jordan has a wonderful mm. reputation for uh, people that he knows that works on cars. Uh <laughs> He's and Jordan's like whatever, man. Yeah, he did a good job, but it took forever. <laughs> so, I mean, the car looks brand new, but uh, it it just took forever. The insurance company was like, "We can't do anything about it." I talked to an attorney. He's like, "Any attorney you talk to is only used to personal injury law, where like if somebody hit you, then we would go after them. Not like if a shop is taking too long, we can't go after them." Yeah, no attorney that I talked to can actually do anything about it. They're like, "We can try to come up with a lawsuit for it, but no mm-hmm. guarantees." So I'm like. Then I have to pay you if, like, it turns into, like, you can't do anything about it. So I'm not going to do that. But um, I got it three days after Christmas. I crashed it. Not I crashed it. An asshole crashed into me and sent me flying into a guardrail. Mm. He was going, like, 120 miles an hour in a thunderstorm, a very bad thunderstorm in Florida. Hopefully in the same direction as you. Yes. Okay. Thank God. But he hit me so hard that I didn't, like, slide into the guardrail. I spun... 180 around and my back end hit the guardrail. Uh, so I was like, damn. So now I have back problems, so that's cool. But like the the whole point where this story originated, what I was getting at is uh, 
what me and Jordan would do is we'd have our friend that started this car detailing business that I've been for like 10 years now. We'd have him take care of our cars. So one day I brought the Mustang to him before I crashed it. Uh, it might have been, no, it wasn't the same day that I, it wasn't the, because I got it detailed and waxed and everything the day that it crashed, which was fantastic because the next morning he, he messaged me and he's like, hey, uh, can you send me a picture of like, since it rained last night, can you send me a picture of how the rain like beads up on the car? Because um, uh, I didn't tell him that I crashed when I crashed. So he's like, yeah. can you send me a picture of how the rain beads up on the car uh, mm-hmm. with the new wax on it? And I was like, sure. So I sent him a picture of the crashed car on the side of the road because yeah. <laughs> uh, it got detailed the same, like, hours before I, it got crashed. Yeah. So uh, a different time that I brought it to him, what would happen is I would take my car to him, and then I would take his car because I would have things to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'd be driving around this shitbox uh, 2011 Mitsubishi Lancer that's falling apart, and if you don't put it in neutral, then it shakes like a bitch like crazy yeah. just sitting still <laughs> sitting still yeah uh unless you put it in neutral and it's so loud it caused headaches like every time so i was like okay i'm going to take george's car i'm going to stock up on tylenol real quick yeah because <laughs> it was so loud so then uh I'm, i was driving back to his house uh to get my car um and because he had he had finished it uh so i was driving back and then all of a sudden i'm like it sounds louder than it was earlier. So then I hear police sirens go on right behind me, and I'm like, "Yeah, shit. I'm like, I must, I must have gone against some noise yeah, ordinance yeah. or something as far as exhaust goes. Florida actually doesn't really have many laws as far as, like, noise and car modifications go. Thank God. Don't have to get inspections or anything. Um, yeah, we don't hear you yeah, there. Oh, thank God. Thank God. My, yeah. my parents grew up in New Jersey. Well, they, sometimes they had it's to good, get inspections but sometimes all the time. So, like, Whoa. that person should not be on the road right now. Yeah, because yeah. they have no front bumper, a missing headlight, yeah. taped over taillights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of, like, bag windows. of the yeah. beat it up uh, water on the car. But, like, beat it up crash pick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's the car. Ah. Uh, this is the day after when it was in my driveway. So it yeah, was it looks really like bad. some panels might be a little bit crooked there. Yeah, just a little there's, bit. I don't think there's anything that just a little bit. So if you look closely, a little, closely, little you bit can of body see beaded up water fix. on there from the mat of the wax. Yeah, this is the, yeah the wax did a good job. Yeah. yeah. So then what I was showing Michael is <laughs> that shit's mint. Yeah, think of how many there. water spots you could have had that you didn't have. Oh yeah, that car is result, uh, you know honestly it's like how much water damage I avoided. Oh yeah. So then what basically uh, with the that whole thing with the police lights is I pull into a gas station. I'm like, hello, what what can I what can I do for you? Did I do something wrong? He's like, yeah, your exhaust is dragging you on the ground. Not like the back end. Where the, <laughs> uh, I, I found out that when our friend George got his exhaust changed out, because it wasn't the stock one. It's yeah. basically like this blast pipe. It's like this big. Like yeah, this yeah. like a straight pipe everything. kind of thing. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Well, it is now. Okay. Because okay. he didn't weld it before. He had like a little rubber clip. Rubber does not withstand no, it melts, a couple probably. thousand, yeah. not a couple thousand, a few hundred degrees. Yes. Uh, so uh, not towards the back, but like right underneath the driver's seat is where it just fell apart and it was dragging. So <laughs> it's Wait, a the, little, car, the car's so loud you didn't hear it dragging? Yeah. Like it's just yeah. like that Yeah, it is obnoxious. that loud. I didn't hear the metal dragging or anything. That's pretty fun. So from the cop's <laughs> point of view, it's just a bunch of sparks flying out the back. Yeah. And, he's and like, like some idiot that doesn't know that there's sparks coming out of his car. And so he's loud. like, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? Yeah, exactly. Like, so this I'm guy like, high as fuck. Like, like, this is yeah. going to sound stupid, but this isn't my car, so I don't really know what to do here. So I called him, and I'm like, 
hey, can you bring my car to this gas station? Because your car's fucked. Luckily, mm-hmm. the car itself wasn't broken, but, like, the exhaust was dragging, which was well, enough. That is one perk of a really loud car, though, is that when you have, so when loud, you have you issues and problems. creaks and rattles, you can't hear any of it. It's, it's the yeah. same thing as, like, if you don't look at it, it doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Same thing with the engine lights. Yeah. The engine lights come on, just don't look at them. They, they're not, there's yeah. nothing wrong with them at all. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, yeah. so, like, I, I've had a fun experience just with car problems themselves. Um, you... He was talking about the Forester. What car do you have now? I have a... So the Forester's our other buddy, but um, I have... Right now, I have a Volkswagen Passat, like an O2. So, like, oh. 20 years old at this point, too. So, you know, a car with, like... It's got no headliner in it. It's got a license plate patching the floor. It's on the TikTok. He talked yeah, about how much on the he TikTok. spent on it. He yeah, spent, I spent, like, 17 oh, yeah. grand on it. Yeah, I yeah. saw that one. Yeah. It, do you, you put it in... Was it, was it his own video? Yeah, yeah he, he did that's it. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. Well, so I, I, was I should say... explain how Ian relates to the channel. So, oh yeah, probably. At a certain point, I basically figured out that like, uh, like I was doing too much on my own. Basically, it was after the cow manure video, right? Like, fill my car with cow For shit. Everybody twenty five and we twenty five hundred pounds. Well, and we had an ad a deal lot. on that video. That ended up making it was a, a commission based kind of deal, and it ended up making way more money than I I thought was possible. And it was basically like, okay, I should actually maybe treat this like a business at this point. And so I was like, well, I'm kind of like uh, stretched too thin here. So I was like, who would be the perfect guy? None other than this my guy. best friend Ian, because mm-hmm. he has the same diseases as as I have <laughs> yeah. regarding like. Spending heinous Buying money weird on old cars, cars. And, yeah, yeah. Spend, yeah, just some ignorance. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so um, he, we don't learn. You bought the <laughs> the the two thousand two for how much? And you spent seventeen thousand on it. Six hundred bucks down oh, in Dayton. God. Yeah, um, he didn't spend seventeen thousand all at once. No, no, no. Oh, this no, is over like not. two years. Two years. Yeah, this will yeah, be like no year three of ownership. Yeah. No, so, like, I had it for, like, six months, and then it immediately, like, shit the bed for four grand worth of repairs. Oh, with what? What happened? Uh, cam chain tensioners. <laughs> so, like, deep engine work. Like, the whole front of the car comes apart kind of shit. And like, oh. Yeah, yeah, plus a two grand catalytic converter. And, yeah. Oh, that's downright budget. Wow, both Oh, of you yeah, guys. that's just budget. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, it just kept going. And then, like, the next big thing was the timing belt went, or the water pump went. So I had to do the timing belt, water pump, all the tensioners and that jazz. And you also don't have, like, Michael has two cars. Yeah. He has the, the Volvo. I got two cars as well. Okay, what's yeah. the other one? Uh, so the other one right now, I just sold it yesterday, actually. Oh, but, okay. So it's not, like, one that you can rely on in case the, uh, the no, 2002. But that's he the, has a daily swap. It. Yeah, I've been daily driving a 42-year-old Volkswagen. A 42? It's a 1980 Volkswagen Dasher. I'm going to show you so a picture. It's a, it's a diesel yeah, engine manual. Yeah, so it's a 1.5-liter diesel with a four-speed, 48 it, horsepower. 48? Yeah. yeah. Top speed is, like, 60, 65. Oh, that's like our friend. Lucky. He has a... Uh, it's either could, it's a 2000 Ford Ranger. He's like, oh, if I go downhill on the Sunshine Skyway you uh, can bridge, hit 70. he can he well, he can hit like 112. But like, Jeez, I'm yeah, like no, 112 I'm on that bridge, that's yeah. a scary bridge. I've been on that bridge. Oh yeah. Oh, you mean the one? Have you showed me that one? It's like the one that goes. It's, yes, it is home of the longest pier in the world. Yeah. Uh, here, I'll show you. I've heard of that one, but here's this nightmare. It's in Saint Petersburg, Florida. It's huge. Oh. Yeah, like really old. 
<laughs> was it half decent when like to drive and everything? I mean, it's like for forty two years old, man. I can get from Columbus to Granville. We'll get so. you pictures of all so that. So this yeah. thing, um, I'm not oh, sure. Oh yeah, getting it, it. That's he it showed look me a picture before, I think, but I've never been on it. If yeah, you, it doesn't look that downhill. Yeah, but when you're on it, it's a very steep. It's just like Jordan used to go very fast. <laughs> the speed limit, you mean? Yeah, the yeah. speed limit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, the posted speed limit, not the suggested one. Uh, yes. But anyways, yeah, it, he's like, oh, if I go downhill, I can just pass 100. Mm. So, I'm pretty sure if you put like a like a Vitamix on each wheel, you'd probably have more power than what the car makes. I would, well, if I had like, I kept it. No, any it's longer. it's fun though. It's, it's like fun. It is so quirky because it's. Oh god, I, I love old cars. Yeah, so because like, it's from the 80s. Like the doors are super thin. Like the car is surprisingly roomy inside for the size of the car. You know what I mean? Um, it's a tin can. This is not going to yeah. make any sense, but before I bought the 2019 Mustang, I was either going to restore a 65 Mustang or get a 1980 uh, Jeep uh, CJ7. Well, that would have been a good choice. Yeah, I but like... Jeep hardcore, yeah. Yeah, it would have been great, but, but it had like, so many problems. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking for a first car. It had so many problems. It was manual. I did not know how to drive manual at the time. I learned how to drive manual what, uh, like three days after I bought the Mustang. Yeah. Well, you got to learn in order to learn manual. I think you just have to get. It's like a language. You have to just get stuck with it, and it's going to be scary. And you're gonna you're you're going to fail. Yeah. Well, the problem is you'll get over it. It wasn't on the Mustang. It was I went to I, I bought the Mustang, and then an hour later I drove to Virginia. So uh, we we went to Virginia, and we on the way back from Virginia, um, we got a flat tire because uh, I was uh, doing donuts in a parking lot mm-hmm. in a warehouse parking lot. <laughs> like on the drive home from buying the car, on the drive home from uh, Virginia. So kinda, okay. kinda. Okay. Uh, it was within a week after buying the car. Okay. So then, how uh, much seat time? That was in South Carolina uh, because we stopped. We had a friend that used to live in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. That moved to South Carolina. So we were, it was like 2 a.m. And we called him and we we're like, you live in South Carolina, right? We're going to, we're going to stop by, but it'll be like four o'clock in the morning if you want to hang out. And he's like, yeah, I'll be awake. Four o'clock in the morning, he, he gets in the Mustang and he's like, let's do donuts. So then we get a Natural. flat tire. Uh, only found out about the flat tire like as we brought him back to his house. But um, we, I learned manual in that situation because he had two uh, 1995 BMWs. I forget what specific model they were, but he was like, I don't care how many problems BMW has. This car is almost 30 years old. We're going to go bring it to a big lots parking lot and teach you manual. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, that's the best way, man. Yeah, none of us uh, realized that as he was teaching me manual the first couple times that he had me start learning, um, like, how to shift the gears and everything, that Mm -hmm. uh, the parking brake was up. So he was like, damn, if you can do this with the parking brake, you must be great whenever it comes to the oh, actual yeah. thing. So then uh, that that whole, like, thing happened. Are we still good on the cameras? Is that? <laughs> oh, fucking lovely. Oh. Um, the worst case is that the nice one stopped, but who knows? Uh, at least we have audio. Uh, uh, yeah, so we went to a Big Lots parking lot. And he's like, if you can do this with a parking brake on the first try, then you must be great, like, without the parking brake. Yeah. So, without the parking brake, it was apparently lovely. Uh, 
So my first I, I car was really a stick. Because I didn't know how to drive before that, so I didn't know what expectations to have. Yeah. My first car was a manual transmission uh, Mazda 3 that I got from my sister's now ex-husband. Um, and it was, like, fully loaded. I loved this thing, honestly. Uh, it was, it was like nice. It had, like, a burgundy, like, leather interior kind of thing. Um, and I it actually, it sat at my house for, like, the first six months that I had it. Because I didn't, like, manual just, like, scared me the idea of like trying to take that to school because this is right when you like you know first start to drive and so i was just driving our, our minivan to school uh but it was basically me wanting the attention of females <laughs> that drove oh. me to like get out of the minivan and just like yeah suck it up and just like drive the car and i'm super glad i did it was like that was a very fun car and i loved it and basically coming from that um i, I was like well i just want I want this, but just slightly better in every way. And so, like, the BMW just, like, did that for me because it was, like, actually quiet on the highway. Because, like, I was basically driving between, like, Cincinnati and uh, Columbus basically every, like, two weeks, say. Every, like, at least once a month. Um, and, like, the highway driving in that Mazda was awful because it, it was, like, you might as well just be in, like, a on a motorcycle. It's so loud on the inside. <laughs> the thing had a loud wheel bearing, too, I feel like. Oh, it did. I knew nothing about cars. Car was at that rusty point. as all nonsense underneath. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. I borrowed time. A friend car. of mine bought it, so. Oh, I mean, I'm sure it's fine. It's an Ohio car. Somebody else. I just love no, that we no, did righty tighty lefty Lucy on that car. It, on it was perfectly reliable line. during the time that I owned it. Yeah. Um, I sold it for a low price to a friend. Um, and to be honest, I didn't know anything about cars at the point when I did sell it. So I, I couldn't have really known what mm-hmm. he, he had to do. Like he had to, re- I think, replace like brake rotors and stuff like that. Some wheel bearing suspension AC stuff clutch too. Are you guys right? still friends? AC clutch. We are, we are still friends. We don't see each other as much cause he lives in like Northern Kentucky. And I was going to say, did he cut you off after he gave, if you gave him like a falling <laughs> apart car? <laughs> well, like a month after he got it. Uh, there was like flooding in Cincinnati and he like sent me a picture of the car like underwater and I was like <laughs> like I don't want to see this don't send this to me why, this, why is, this, this is sad <laughs> that was my wanna, baby yeah, I don't wanna... <laughs> at the same time it's like well, why is this now my problem like, yeah. you, what are yeah. you trying to get me to do about right. it? Like, move it bro <laughs> I'm like I didn't flood your car no <laughs> Be like, have you thought of taking it out? Or just be like, oh, it looks a little wet. Try, do you need a towel? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Drill some holes in the floor. Let it drain out. Oh, yeah. yeah. It'll just, Jeep it'll life. Just, you know? yeah. Oh, that's exactly how Jeeps work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one of my friends got a, uh, I think, a Jeep Wrangler Sahara or something mm-hmm. like that recently. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, you know, in... 1980 with the CJ7, they didn't have a ton of holes in the floor or anything like that that were meant to be there. Yeah, no, that, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. just kind of like pools water. Is that what? Yeah. So then now they have like holes that you just unplug. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, hoseable so interior. Nicer. Yeah. It's exactly. pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I think it, it makes sense. Take the roof off, take the doors off. Yeah. yeah. Take half the floor out just with holes. Rip the carpet out. Yeah. Yeah, you can do almost anything to the Jeeps now as far as yeah. like. Oh, I want to go to a beach, but I don't want sand everywhere. Or I want to hose this bitch down anytime. Well, it's like that's like the perfect like beach drive car. Yeah, take the doors off. Oh yeah, beautiful day outside. 
That's why uh, that's why seventy percent of white girls will uh, end up getting a white jeep if their family has enough money to buy them one. Mm-hmm. That was, it's funny that you say that. It's actually really funny because our high school was that. Yeah, there were uh, like like the, a lot of, if you were to pick the number one model of our high school, it was the Jeep Wrangler. Jeep or like why? Ohio Land Rover Discoveries like an, and Forerunners too. That Ohio kind of doesn't thing. seem like an off-roading beaching state. You don't have it's any beaches the snow here. Thing. Oh, it's got to be the snow thing. The people, yeah, well, and yeah. It's, it's also I think if if the parents are maybe into like mudding or something, then like they're like, oh, maybe I can get my kid into this. Yeah, exactly. And it's but oh, it's yeah. like seems practical enough that you can convince the wife that you know well, it's still a family whatever. car. It's got four doors, you know? but <laughs> I got forty inch tires on it. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the funny things about just like Ohio or snowing states in general is, uh, you drive through and. Like, this winter storm came at the worst time as far as traveling goes. Yeah, yeah. But then yesterday, we're driving on the road, and we're like, damn, some of these people drive slow as hell for living here. And we're like, we don't even have Ohio plates, so everybody knows that we're driving, like, not something that came from here. But we're flying yeah. past people, not in, like, a dangerous way, just, like, the road is salted. It's clear. Yeah. Why are we going 15 miles an hour on the interstate? Mm-hmm. But then a snowplow will come by, and everybody's going slow because they don't want to get sprayed with salt. And yes. we're like... We're in a rental. We're going to go just blow <laughs> yeah. past this bitch. I don't care if this thing rusts. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's the worst part is just this, the road <sighs> salt. It, it irks me. We went to Alaska in October oh, okay. for a week. and was It was great. It I was, feel like it's got to be gorgeous. It was probably my favorite place that I visited. Always wanted to see it. Yeah. yeah. I've wanted to do it for years. And then we were supposed to, like, either last year or the year before in, like, September. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, a uh, pandemic just, you know, got created. Or it came mm-hmm. out, whatever you want to call it, uh, happened. So created in a lab. Yeah, somebody ate a bat. So mm-hmm. then, um, basically, what highest skill count in the world <laughs> eating a bat? Yeah. So then, uh, basically, that got like indefinitely delayed. And then in like August or August or something like that, July August, I was like, Jordan, I want to go to Alaska. And then five of us went to Alaska. So that was cool. But like, what I did at the time. Uh, was I, it was like, yeah, it was like end of August, actually, that we planned it for, uh, the middle of October. So we went there for about a week, which was like a good time to be able to do everything. So we went to like hot springs, mountains, things like that. Uh, Northern lights, all of that nonsense that everybody goes to Alaska for. Um, but what I did was I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some information from the locals themselves. So I got Tinder. And then I paid the Tinder gold <laughs> price and put my location to Anchorage because we were staying like 30 minutes north of Anchorage. Mm-hmm. And uh, all I will say about Alaska is that uh, an average guy from like Florida, Ohio, wherever mm-hmm. is like an Alaska 12. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Um, as well as uh, I learned by talking to somebody, the only person that I talked... Oh, actually, no. This wasn't because of Alaska. I matched with somebody on Tinder before I set my location to Alaska uh, that lives near Tampa um, in Florida and used to live in Alaska. And they warned me beforehand. They're like... Uh, well, I, I saw one of their pictures. I'm like, is that from Alaska? Because I I feel like I've seen that picture in like tourist pictures. Um and like mountain pictures and stuff like that. They're like, yes, it is. I used to live in Juneau, which is very far from everything else in the state. Out there. Yeah. yeah. So like Juneau is like kind of near the continental U.S. And then you've got the corner of Canada that cuts into it. And then 
basically it's just like this only little body of land and then you have to go through a ferry or through the water to get to the rest of alaska so mm-hmm. it's like not even really part of alaska mm-hmm. so then um basically she was like yeah i don't know anything about anchorage because i wasn't there but the thing that she did tell me is she was like oh you can always tell whenever there's tourists here because they drive the shiny cars everybody else just has a, a really salted and rusted body <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, whatever you see. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, even if a, a car is five years old, it'll be brown. And that's what you call a, a Juno or an Alaska body because, uh, I'm like, uh, like snow and water or something like just constantly. Like, no, it's the, it's the salt just mm-hmm. beats the shit out of it. I'm like, nice. So we rented a Toyota Sienna. Probably should have gotten a truck because we uh, got stuck on well, some that's ice. That's where roads. you want to get like a, a Tesla, honestly, because the solid under tray mm. probably does a good deal. Mm-hmm. Or it's not it not rusting. I'm yeah, surprised they use salt up there. Oh they don't yeah, just like well, embrace it. Yeah. Some some roads just, aren't just salt pack it, it down. Just sounds like a it. waste of money up there. It feels like you're. Uh, October is apparently one of the times where like not many people visit. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it felt like we were running the whole state because we'd be we from Anchorage to Fairbanks is six hours mm-hmm. and. Uh, of course, this Toyota Sienna never had any problems the entire time. Uh, it was white. It was brown when we returned it. Was it was white. Yeah. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> yeah. Filthy it was white when we done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, it's like, oh, no well, off-roading. And we took it through the I feel like with those temperatures, too, the salt might not even work. So might as well just throw, like, rocks down. Well, a lot of the interstates were salted. Um, but some of them just weren't. And I don't know how many times I've heard Jordan say, I wonder where they decide we're just going to stop plowing right here. It's where, like, you know, the jurisdiction yeah, ends or whatever. They you kind know? of do that in Granville, too, out in the country. They it's budget just out, like It just you know. stops at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Salt, just, they're like, okay, we don't pay for this section of road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So it was just like, or, like, even near this Airbnb, some of these roads are salted, but then you'll turn onto a different road, and it's just covered. And we're like, yeah, oh, yeah around why? here, none of the side streets get done. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't either. But. I don't. I think it's probably just because plows won't fit. Oh, you get maybe. a lot of tight side streets with cars parked on both sides because there's a lot of one ways around here. Well, they also they'll prioritize even if they would do something they'll they'll do the main roads first. Yeah, and they'll do smaller artery or like you know. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it, it was just like we felt we were running the state because even though we were like, oh, we don't know if we're going to slide off this mountain mm-hmm. now. But there was, like, nobody that we saw the whole time. There was a, a fun time. or there, there was – it could probably count on two hands the amount of cars that we saw uh, when we were driving. And we'd be driving six hours, and we would see, like, two cars. Mm-hmm. Saw, like, one cop. And at one point, we were like, did we just see the same cop that we saw yesterday? But uh, <laughs> Probably. Like, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, that sounds pretty awesome, though. What was really funny was uh, apparently when Jordan and the guys, I got there a day before they did, but they picked up the rental car um, the next day. So I was just, you know, riding around in lifts and walking and taking the bus around Alaska mm-hmm. in 20 degree weather. Um, you're probably used to that. It's, you know, 25 here, 30, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, right now. Yeah. It, well, it's every like. But this is January. That was October and it was 20 degrees. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but. Uh, they they apparently got the rental car, and then there was somebody in a forerunner that rented the car, and then we saw them for like three days, just going on the same roads that we were, and we're like, that's the same license plate, it's the same people, 
Yeah. Oh, tourists all just decided to go to the same places. They went to the same hot springs the same day that we did. Uh, just did like everything. It was like the first. Mm-hmm. We were just like, why? Why do we see this white forerunner everywhere with the same license plate? But that was a fun us. time. A separate fun time, also in Alaska, was when we went to this glacier. Um, it's it's got like a Russian name. It's called Matanuska Glacier. Mm-hmm. And you take this road up like in the mountains, and then um, uh, it's got like a downhill to get to the glacier property. Mm-hmm. But that was iced. So the back end of the Toyota started, like, kicking out. Even though Jordan wasn't pressing the gas or anything, mm-hmm. brakes are pointless because you're going to slide anyways. And this van got stuck going upwards. So then we were probably, like, an inch away from, like, hitting this van. Mm-hmm. And we were like, we're either going to slide off the hill or into this van or both. Luckily, neither one happened. Uh, oh, did you stop in time? Yeah, like, an inch away from this van. And then we called the place. And they're like, yeah, just keep going down. I'm like... Just keep going down. We're going to fly off this thing. <laughs> Luckily, the snow melted by the... Well, we got down perfectly fine, and then the snow melted by the time we were done with the glacier. It was like an yeah. hour, hour yeah. and a half tour. But we were like, what What do you people do if, like, this is your property, and people are, like, slamming it, if people are slamming into mm-hmm. trees, flying off the hill, hitting other cars, anything like that. So it's like every time we take a trip somewhere, it's just chaos with cars, whether I went to Virginia and got, I got a flat tire, not a huge deal, deal flat tires are easy except for the fact that ford doesn't give spare tires you got to figure out how to use their tire tire sealant kit that oh, has they don't, yeah instructions that work like a ikea saver, yeah. no words no words on the well, instructions the, just like ikea well not all fords get a bronco oh uh, get the, uh, the back yeah the bronco sport too, that looks like a, a kia sport or a, uh, the Bronco Sport that looks Sport. like a Kia Soul. Yeah, those are very popular up, up here. I don't know if they are in Florida too, but I've no, seen them everywhere. Really. The Kia Soul, no, the, the Bronco the Sport. Sports. Yeah, I've seen them all over the place. They're pretty stupid. <laughs> they look I mean, very but it, interesting. Well, but, yeah, what, but do you, like, what do you think the alternative to that is? Getting the full size Bronco, not the Bronco Sport. Getting the full size, just get that's, the real Bronco. That's true, but like, what if you don't have enough money for that? Then you don't. You can't afford a Bronco. A Jeep. Yeah, like a used Jeep. Well, no. What if, so? What if you're in the market for like a? But it's not a real SUV a C, though. A CX five. Okay. And instead, you get a Bronco Sport. Is that cooler? No. No. Just get okay. It's all unibody lifted sedan crap. Anyway, in my opinion, isn't the Bronco Sport more expensive than just the normal the, the normal Bronco? If it is, that is no, the it, biggest. I think rip. it's the Bronco Sport is trying to be like. Like a mid-size SUV, a cheaper unibody. It's like a yeah off-roady ish. Yeah, off-road. Yeah, okay. Off-roady marketed, uh, although dubiously off-roady. Anything that's unibody oh, is it's, not. It's off-road. like less than two thousand dollars cheaper. Are you serious? Yeah, the the, the normal Bronco might come with more creature comforts. Creature comforts. Well, then you don't want yeah, an like SUV stuff like heated seats and things oh. like that in the base trim. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the Ford Bronco is twenty nine thousand three hundred. That's not Bronco even bad. Sp- Bronco Sports twenty seven thousand four hundred. Buy it. Oh, but no, but think about that. The Bronco is probably two door in its in its lowest price variant. I bet the Bronco Sports a four door. In the no, it's a four door. Oh, the picture that I they think use it's supposed is to directly four-door. compete with a Jeep, the normal Bronco. I right. would hope so. No, I yeah. think the normal Bronco is supposed to compete with the Yeah, right. let's see. The, yeah, oh, yeah. There's I think the Bronco Sport is trying to compete with like a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, probably. I mean, you have four seats. Wagoneer. What? I don't know no, the Cherokee models yeah. that well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get four seats regardless. 
base. Yeah. The essential. Uh, I don't want to explore this model. I want you to tell me what the price. There's something are. charming about a car like the Forerunner mm. that's like still so old school. Oh yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure it's just like a still just a naturally aspirated V8. On a body on frame, body on frame, yeah. yeah. Like hasn't how it's supposed hasn't to be. really even been updated at all. Oh, the I, most it's gotten is independent front suspension, but that's. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. The Bronco, the base Bronco, is four doors, uh, twenty eight thousand five hundred. That's still under thirty grand, though. Let's see. Does it t- does it show the two door, or is that like an upgrade that you get? It does not show the two door. That's probably an upgrade that you pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Let me pay to get my doors removed. Doesn't really make it sense. I it's got to be around the same price. I'd have to get the two door one. That's how they were originally. Let's see, 2021 Bronco base. Uh, what? Uh, what zip code would this be? Four three. What? You could do four three two zero two. I know that one. Works. Four three two zero two. That's not here, but it's north a little bit. <coughs> I'm sure pricing in Ohio might be slightly different than Florida, maybe. Uh, two door twenty nine thousand three hundred, four door thirty three thousand. Why? Yeah, I don't. Then why why do they advertise twenty eight thousand if it starts at twenty nine thousand? Ford this market. Yeah. It's because you're going to pay it anyway. It's all yeah. on the Ford website. You click one page and it says starting at twenty eight thousand, and then you click build and it says yeah. starting at twenty nine thousand three hundred. I'm like the whole the whole car market is just awful right now this is the worst time my car my car could have i was lucky enough to get gone out yeah honestly um i got my car probably just as it was starting to go up um but i got my car used enough where like it had six thousand five hundred miles on it so like new not yeah pretty much new um some guy had at least for like 11 months which is really weird maybe got repossessed or something Mm -hmm. um I found out when it crashed that the guy got put aftermarket suspension put on it. Hmm. But, um, it, yeah, it, I got it used enough where it, like, got knocked down a decent amount from, like, the new price because uh, hmm. whatever that rule is about once you drive off the lot, it's worth 20% less or who knows whatever whatever it's called. Some of that, too, is, like, it's worth 20% less to the person who owns it because you're going to have to trade it in and then the dealer's going to have a markup, so... Oh, buying it so like private sale, it might only go down like ten percent or something like that. Yeah, but it was enough for the dealership to be like, "Oh, we can't sell this as a used car," which then comes like, even if it's not sold as or they can't sell it as a new car, whatever. Uh, so you can't have like the super high prices. Mm-hmm. But then interest rates. Make so I'm up curious, for that how anyways. much did you get off the price? Um, at the time, any brand new one uh, that I was looking anywhere was supposed to be like just over thirty because. New car prices were starting to go up because of the manufacturing right, of right. these chips and whatever. It was like thirty two, thirty three thousand for um, either a base EcoBoost or an EcoBoost Premium, and I got mine for twenty five. Oh, nice! So that's not really terrible. Good. Yeah, yeah. Because now, that's if you look, uh, that same kind of car that has like six thousand miles or whatever, they'll and like is maybe like one year old. Yeah, they'll ask like almost exactly MSRP for a new one. Yeah, exactly. Which is wild to me that, like, anybody would be... I guess if you can't get get a new one, but, like, in a lot of cases, you can get a new one at MSRP, and so it's like... To wait it seems insane it. to me that you'd spend money on, like, a... Um, in the, with the Golfs, at least. Like, I understand the Mark 7.5 is, is still desirable, but, like, 
it seems weird to to pay the same price for a new golf as a one year old golf that is yeah. the last generation. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like, but it's it's also supply and demand. So if everybody wants it, then yeah. My my mother yeah. got her car the new the, this new twenty Corolla that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. She got her car when used car prices were like skyrocketing. Uh, it had like forty three thousand miles on it when she bought it, and they sold it for like twenty three thousand dollars to her. I'm like forty thousand miles for twenty oh like almost twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah, not even for a Camry for yeah. a Corolla. It's just a, yeah, a lot for a Corolla. I was like, yeah. dear God, why? But it, it wasn't even just like that dealership marking up. It was every used car in new cars just like being so expensive. I think you will find lower markups on less popular models. So like probably uh, sedans are Everybody knows a less Corolla. desirable. Like you could probably get a three series for close to MSRP. I'm just guessing on this. I don't know, but. Um, just because it's like that style of car is much less desirable. Like an X3, probably everybody wants, but like a 3 Series, probably not as many people do. So yes. there is a benefit, I guess, to picking a, for instance, like uh, one of the G70 models that I'm looking at, it's like 20,000 miles, 2019, right? Um, and it's a lot less expensive than other ones because I think it's a rear-wheel drive and people don't want that. Yeah. In Ohio. Uh, and then it's also, well, this this particular one's an auto, but they sold, like, a very small number of manual transmission ones, and people, um, like, don't want those. Yeah, you so. were saying, when we were texting, you were saying a lot of people in Ohio don't aren't used to, like, snowing because it doesn't do that much. So, like, snowing plus rear-wheel drive, yeah, nobody's going to know what to do. Honestly, I'm, like, we have not had much snow in the last couple of years. Um like we'd be lucky to really have like one one snow. week of snow. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, it like, shows and to have a winter maybe storm. spread out between, but like when if you were to add up this. all the days that snow was on the ground, like maybe you have like one to yeah. two weeks worth of it. So like the majority of the time, people just don't. And people also think that like they don't realize that when it's snowing, it's really just about not making sudden movements. Yeah, more than honestly. it is about uh, going fifteen miles an hour, going slow or. Whatever, right? So yeah, because well, like naturally, it it just so happened to have like I don't know. I wouldn't really call it severe because I, I I feel like it wasn't that bad last night. But like yeah. I, every weather thing was like mm-hmm. severe winter storm warning. But I was yeah. like, any winter storm is not going to be pleasant. Yeah. The only time that we scheduled this to happen, mm-hmm. but it was like lovely uh, for used three series. I'm looking at. A 2013 328i for with 78,000 miles as uh, $18,000. I still think that's absurd. Yeah. That makes me want to puke. There's one, uh, there's a 2016 for 55,000 that's going for $25,000. So, like, way too that's much. That's why there's a. So, um, before, that's why there's a what? That's why I. Uh... I've been looking at the Genesis more seriously because people don't know that that even exists. And so yeah, <laughs> there's like, there's less demand for them and the prices are a little bit lower. Yeah. Um, um, that's a cool one that Hearst just came out of the church, you know, get to use one of those people probably. Oh dear God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Hearst. you typically do get a used Hearst. Uh, before we, <laughs> before we start wrapping up, um, I did want to touch 
on something that we talked about for just a quick second before we started when we were talking downstairs. Um, where do you think the whole like future of the, the TikTok YouTube content thing is going? Yeah, so right now we're trying to plot this arc of kind of like um, the journey of a car enthusiast, all like the milestones that they'll hit as they go, right? And so um, it's like starts off, it's like, you know, you might buy like a, a cheap project car and like just mess around with it, right? Like what, what happens next? Um, we're actually wanting to kind of get into reviews a little bit. Um, so uh, there's a, another guy on TikTok, Forest Reviews Autos, or it's for, Forest Auto Reviews. He does a, a great job uh, about car review, doing car reviews, but I think that uh, we could bring a, a unique, fresh take to it with our kind of style of thing. And so essentially, you know, every re- review might actually come from the standpoint of uh, we're searching for our dream car. We don't know what it is. And so we kind of have to try everything, Yeah. right? And then, like, the cool thing is that um, we want to, like, kind of ra- rate cars on aspects that make like head head to head battles between cars that might not normally be compared like let's yeah. say like a um a, like a really shitty old Honda Civic versus like a brand new supercar right <laughs> and and the sort of thing where it's like you know people you, you re, when you whenever you read a review it's always um whether it's good or bad is always rel- relative to its class of car so i think it would be really interesting to see like how much better is something like that than a Honda, you know? Yeah. And then, and not just like maybe from the, the typical driving standpoint, but also like usability, like going through a McDonald's drive through, what is your experience like in a car that's like touching the ground? Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. So we're, we're excited about that. We're not going to like completely leave behind this. this more like, you know, DIY kind of stuff, but we're going to throw some reviews in there. Um, well, and as well as have your next upcoming car be like have a little mod series on mm-hmm. it or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're gonna be like getting an, an NA Miata in. as well, so we'll be in Florida, or I will at least for a little period of time because <laughs> I I do not want an Ohio NA Miata. They're all rusted. If out. you're gonna be around like the Sarasota area, definitely yeah. gotta let me know because we just moved pretty close to there. Yeah, so, I will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, that'll be that'll be fun because I came to Ohio. Now you'll be going to Florida for mm-hmm. some time. Um, yeah, so I mean, like the the cool thing about like your reviews, everybody knows like the Chris Fix hit. Uh, um, like yeah. I, I've seen the the Forest Auto reviews um, a mm-hmm. couple times, but the the thing that I always liked whenever I came across yours was I I was like uh, I'm just scrolling across TikTok. You see these girls that are like dancing, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I just scroll and I see a video of this man driving in reverse. And hi, my name is Michael, and today I'm filling my car with <laughs> 1,100 kilos of cow shit. It's like, yeah. oh, let's like, go. Not let's just, go. not just. Oh, my brake rotor or my uh, brakes are running, uh, are are like basically gone. Like, what's, time you, let's teach you, you how you to replace to, it. You know, make a story of it. You know, you make, make it stand fun out and relatable somehow. to people that wouldn't typically be into cars. If I had to guess, the majority of people that are watching our stuff aren't probably die-hard car enthusiasts. Probably not. You've probably got a small yeah. percentage. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that, that small percentage like, is the percentage that leaves all the comments, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. You probably uh, got like so many people that are like, I don't know anything about cars, but this is like entertaining. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and so like, I even find it myself cause it's so easy to like, 
not understand why you don't like something, you just like scroll past it. Yeah. So I'll even be watching some like my follow list, and it'll be uh, there's a couple. There's a number of people I follow that do like car related content and I'll just find myself like skipping it. And one of the videos I skipped and then I like immediately came back to it cuz I was like I okay, hold on. Let's like di- let's diagnose why I just skipped this video cuz uh it was uh a girl changing her like wheel bearing on a Nissan like 370Z or something. Yeah. And I was like that's like something that we might do. But like I was like what's the difference between like a video of this that I like want to watch and one one that i don't want to watch and it's like well the one that i don't want to watch is just like i'm gonna try to replace a wheel bearing yeah it's like i don't care yeah. if you do or don't <laughs> it's like, yeah you know pretty dry yeah yeah i mean yeah i can't say i've ever seen somebody fill a car with cow shit and unfix it but <laughs> now i have but um so is the like review series going to be the next thing that we should look forward to on the channel or is there some other plan with well, the next What's two videos next? that you should look yeah. forward to are uh, blowing up a Volvo's engine with canola oil. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that. And then, uh, then the, the one after that is me taking out my rage on my BMW yeah. and Before you making an example of that bungler for the world to see. Who right? is you? Yeah, on the, when we were sitting downstairs, I was like... Jordan, he's going to come here tomorrow in the Volvo and say, I just replaced my air filters with toilet paper rolls <laughs> on the way here. You know, ironically, that Volvo is the most, I would trust that car to drive me somewhere the most of. On Starbucks. Yeah, like, honestly, it doesn't run on all five cylinders, but it'd probably drive us here. Yeah. Like well, it's, so the, so, it's doing yeah. fine so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the reason, <laughs> it's it's a little bit of synergy on that engine video because the, the current engine has... Uh, a cylinder misfire on like cylinder two or something like that. And uh, we thought we were crossing our fingers that it was a head gasket. Uh, well, first yeah. off we were crossing our fingers that it was an ignition coil. Yeah, or like spark spark plug. Plug, yeah. Wasn't that. Then we we're like, okay, hopefully it's a head gasket. Cause they make like sealant liquid you can pour in and it's very cheap. It wasn't that. Yeah. We had a shop look at it and it's, um, it has either like a bad valve or like piston ring and so zero compression on one when life gives you yeah. lemons. Make lemonade. Yeah. Turn so, it, make a video out of it. Yeah, we'll fill it with canola oil, put a brick on the accelerator, and hopefully wow. it throws like a rod. <laughs> Let her eat, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Um, Big boom. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Other than that, I think we got pretty solid, um, pretty solid idea of, like, how things have gone, how things are going to go. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm sure we'll either make it back to Ohio or we'll have you in the studio uh, when you come to Florida. That would yeah. be cool. Yes, absolutely. Buy the because we have a built studio there, but um, uh, I think that this is a good like wrapping up point. We know where to where we're going from now, mm-hmm. and uh, we got some things to look forward to without giving absolutely everything away. So if anybody hasn't seen Michael's content, uh, definitely go check it out because uh, I have never seen a man fill his coolant with Starbucks uh, <laughs> until a few weeks ago. So. Well, I appreciate you having me on, John. Yeah, no problem. It was great having you guys. And the next time that I am in Florida, I'll I'll hit you up. Yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Um, So uh, thank you 